welcome to Up To and Including Death, a marital podcast in which two married people are married and they watch horror movies and talk about it. How many times can you say married? I'm married to John Brewer. Who are you married to? I'm married to Dr. Patricia Brewer. And that's the way he has to call me at all times. (laughs) Uh, John, how are you doing today? I'm all right. You had an exciting afternoon so far. I did? Yeah, we just got to go see Tech beat another team, the Lakers. Yeah. The Sault Ste. Marie? The Lake Superior State. The Lake Superior State College or University? University. University. We got to see them get walloped <laughs> two to zero. Yeah, so much a wallop. Which is better than the three to two we lost to last night. Yeah. We have tickets to, to all the hockey games, so that was pretty fun. And we had tasty burgers beforehand. It was quite the date. Yeah, it's a nice night. And now we are here to talk spooky Halloween. <laughs> now last week, before we get into Halloween Kills, because that's what we're watching today, Halloween Kills, um, we, we were very naughty people last week and did not actually do Brewer's Brews or Gross's Corner. Yes. Now I don't think I was drinking last week. I was. You were because it was like your weekend day or something like that, and I wasn't because I had to go to work the next day. Do you remember what you were up to last night, last weekend? Yeah, I had just got to work at a 12-hour shift. Yeah. I was having a couple beers because I was just going to go right to sleep. Oh, I meant what were you brewing up? Oh, I was drinking. Oh, I remember what I was drinking. It was uh, The Poet, the New Holland's Oatmeal Stout. Ooh, was it good? Yes, of course it's good. Yes, Poet's really awesome, isn't it? Yeah. This night of all nights, we have a few, we got like fancy drinks from a local store called Jim's Food Mart. And it's a Jim's Food Mart, strange as it sounds, has like a really great collection of international foodstuffs. So Mm -hmm. we went there to get some Pocky for the kids and some special treats for the adults. Yeah. Adults being me and you. (laughs) After the game today. So today, so we did, that's Bruce Bruce. Last time we talked about Spiral, and I've really been thinking a lot about our last episode. Because you mentioned how this movie kind of had its beginnings and Chris Rock wanting to do like an homage to Saw. Yeah. And you mentioned how this movie to you felt like... Well, you could probably describe it better. It's just like a mainstream version of Saw. Yeah, it's like a mainstream version of Saw. It was as if like kind of Saw and Seven. Yeah. You know, those were the kind of feels. Because Seven had these traps, but they were not as... um, They're kind of a little bit straightforward like the traps, in, like the traps that are in uh, that Spiral film, yeah. right? And I've been thinking about, uh, about it more and more and... I think about the twist in the Saw movies, even like the worst other of the Saw movies, and the twists were so much better. Yeah. Like, I didn't see those. The other ones you don't see coming at all. No. Like, you don't expect the kid to be in a safe no. right next to both of them for the whole movie. Saw 2. Like, and, and then it's like, you know, you're going to be safe. Yeah. Your son is safe yeah. and sound, All you know? All you have to do is sit here and talk and you will see him. I mean, that's such an amazing yeah. twist or that there's just so many really wonderful twists that happen in all of the Saw movies. Even the mess 
that was was it Saw 3D or was it Jigsaw that yeah, was the mess? Saw 3D. Saw 3D was a mess, but the traps were so much better and trappier. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the there were actual traps that were very interesting to watch, and there was a lot more of them. Yeah. But Spiral, there were fewer traps. Everything was based. I mean, it would have. And they were simple too. They were like. Jump off this and lose your tongue and you're okay. Yeah, rip off your fingers and you're fine. It's not like pull this key out of this guy's stomach and yeah. unlock the thing around your neck. Or like everyone in the room has to give a certain amount of blood in order to survive. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I think about the last trap where we have Samuel L. Jackson like strung up as a marionette. And even though he's saved, he gets strung back up because that's not the point. And I guess you could say like... The point is that he's not doing it because he wants... To, the, the bad guy in this is not doing it because he's really got the sense of justice that, you know, Doodad had. He's doing it because he wants to kill the cops that are that messed, that killed his father. Yeah, you it know? was like a Wikipedia saw. It was like trying to explain what the idea behind the saw movies were to somebody who doesn't yeah. love saw movies. Yeah, and I guess the thing is, like... I love Saw movies. Yeah. I also love Seven. Mm-hmm. But, I and I and if you had shown me this movie, and it was just a movie about, you know, a thing that turns out that the dude doing the, like, it's not traps, if it was just a guy murdering yeah. his, if, like, preachily murdering people. Yeah, if you re- re- completely removed it from the Saw series, yeah. and you saw it alone before you saw the Saw movie. yeah. It'd be a great movie. Yeah, I think that but. they did. They did an injustice. Chris Rock making him do a Saw movie because this movie that he wrote would be pretty great if they didn't have any references at all to Saw. Yeah, because exactly. like, who are they appeasing here? Because they've like you're mainstreaming it, but if you're wanting to draw in the Saw people, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I like mean, you watered down Saw. It didn't do badly. No, because it was mainstream. Yeah, and, you know, it is mainstream, and, you know, the Saw movies... It's Woke Saw. It's not Woke Saw. (laughs) I just thought that. I thought it was funny. Oh, my God. Was that a review or something like that? No, that was just my own inner joke. I mean, and, like, the Saw movies have always had, like, people of different ethnicities No, whenever you see anything watered down, someone says it's woke. Yeah, it's like like a certain type of uh, uncreative person's way to, like, explain why they don't like something. Um, Yeah, it's too woke. It's so woke. But, no, it's... I, for example, grossest corner. Usually there's a lot of gross stuff in Saw. A thousand things. A thousand <laughs> things that are just horrific. Like, I guess, I mean, is it the, the, like, even like the tongue ripped off, there should be more blood. Or like the fingers ripped off, like I'm supposed to be, feel yeah. something about this. No, I guess probably the dude's being skinned. Kind it's pretty of. kind of gross, but you're still not really... But the garage scene in Saw 3D had more gore than this entire film. That is true. That is very true. And also, I feel like nothing happened at the time. I know everything felt like it had already happened. Yeah. But not in the way the other Saw movies are, which are like, it's you're in a kind of horrific present. Yeah, and you don't, well, you don't know what the time period is, because they'll have like... Like, uh, what's his face? The original killer guy. Yeah. Like, uh, he'll be in the movie, and you're like, what the hell? Is he still alive? Or is yeah. this happening? 
you know, simultaneously I know. Yes. with part Jigsaw? four. And, yeah. Jigsaw really had us going yeah. the whole time because we're like, what the fuck is happening? Is this all the same thing? Is this like, what is? what are they doing in time and space? And in this one, it's just hard to... It is a little bit difficult to kind of get behind this as a Saw movie, but it's fine. It was the cliff notes of Saw. It's fine. You know, it's one of yeah. those things where it's like, it's fine. It's like when I... I, okay, I'll say this. I like this movie better, and I feel I don't feel as disappointed as I did when I watched World's End. Did you see this? It's the no. third in the Cornetto trilogy, so it's um, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. And then A Hot Fuzz. I've seen both of those. And then the World's End is like their third in this type of trilogy that they're playing around with this idea of like, let's redo the zombie movie, let's redo the, um, the cop movie. And the last one was just like... Well, wouldn't Paul fit Pod in? people or something? No, Paul was a better version of it, but it Paul wasn't. They were in I'd it. I'd say that's a play on like the children's alien movie. Yeah, but it had the wrong director for it. It had to have the right director. Anyway, so it's kind of like when I saw that movie, I was actually at like a live, like, meet and greet thing or taping thing with um or what is it called when audience questions with like. The main just, actors and yeah. the director. Just a and I was Q just and like, yeah, movie. it was a Q&A after the movie. And they're all there and I had fucking nothing to ask. I'm like, yeah, everything kind of seemed like perfect in a way. Like they were doing the movie that this is what they meant to do. Good for them. Now that said, Spiral was still better than a lot of the garbage we've been watching. And a thousand times better than that Venetian bullshit that we had to sit through. Oh, my God. Are you going to mention Don't Look Now every episode? Well, the thing is, it's kind of like saying that, John, you're the best man I've ever dated. But the last guy I dated before you threatened to rape me. Yeah. So... So Don't Look Now is like the equivalent, the film equivalent of threatening rape. (laughs) It's just like, it's like there is like the lowest level of guy... But it's, it doesn't mean that you're not awesome. Yeah. It's just that your competition, especially recently, was pretty... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love you. Mm-hmm. Well, not about that actually happened. That was awful. Um, had, like, flashbacks and shit, and it was bad. But anyway, so that's when I learned that I had PTSD. Mm. And I talked about it with my therapist, and she's like... Yeah, I didn't think that it was really necessary to talk about that as closely because you seem to be dealing with it well. But everything that you're experiencing, that's what that is. So that was fun. Anyway, so Saw movies. So you really like Saw 2. That's the one you've always gone back to, the kids in the safe at the end. Yes. I also really love Saw 2. I will say that in the Saw movie, I think it's... I'm try, I was trying to figure it out beforehand, but then I got distracted by the Wikipedias for Saw which are just amazing. Um, if you go on the Wikipedia for the Saw franchise, uh, they have a chart that has all the characters across all of the movies, what years the movies came out, and like how long they're in there, for example. For example, did you know that Carrie Elwes, in theory, was in Saw 3, but it was a body double. He was mentioned in Saw 4, 5, and 6, yep. and was in Saw 3D. Um, okay, so uh, my biggest what the fuck, this is amazing, saw thing that happened was when Detective Mark fucking Hoffman got up in Saw 3 out of his trap. Yeah. And it turns out that he was the baddie. Yeah, that was... You were, like, jumped out of bed and was like, what? I know, I was, like, running around the fucking room. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 
It was just so amazing. Hey, stop. Hey, oh, Rivers. Hi, buddy. You have a Rivers kitty over here. Um, so I will say, so like, did I jump up and scream when I found out who the bad guy was? In that's yeah, in that's, the most in spiral. I no, did not. No, I we, did not. I was nowhere close. Jigsaw was fun. It was yeah. pretty. It it had a lot of those same beats, you know. And and I gotta say, in all the Saw movies are pretty great. Spiral is probably for me the least great. Yeah, I agree. But still, a thousand times better than Don't Look Now. Yep. Um, and then so my grossest corner is probably just the guy uh, getting hit by a train. Exploded pretty nice. Yeah, he did. I mean, I don't think that was that gross. I know. I was more grossed out, I guess, by the fingers, maybe. That was kind of icky. Oh, pulling the fingers off. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of obsessed with fingernails right now, and I don't like anything where people fuck with fingernails. (laughs) Okay, and speaking of fingernails, today we're watching a fun movie. What is that? I don't know. Wow, what a weird segue. Oh, by the way, I also wanted to throw out a really fun article on Screen Rant. It's called Every Saw Movie in Chronological Order. It's by Sean Valor. Uh, it was July 15, 2021. And it's just a really fantastic article where he puts everything in chronological order in Saw that you would need to watch. That And basically, so which scenes tell you which thing in which order. Yeah. And I thought that that is very loving. And Saw deserves some love sometimes. Yeah. So... John, tell me, we watched Halloween together on this po- very podcast. We did. It was on this podcast, right? Or did we just watch yeah, it? No, it was on the podcast. Okay, okay. So we watched we watched Halloween. It was awesome. And one of the things that that we talked about was like our experience of watching Halloween, right? And that's something that we've been talking about a lot uh, in in our lives, and also just in general of like how, what it was like watching a movie. Now, how many of the other Halloween movies have you seen? I've seen one, two, and three. One, two, and three. That's it. Okay. So, I don't know. I have no recollection oh, of seeing I've any seen of the, the others. I've seen the Rob Zombie reboot ones. Oh. I have not seen those. Okay. That's one and two. I mean, it sounds interesting. They're so, great. Everybody else hates them but me, but I love them. So, I have a recollection of Halloween of one of the Halloween movies that, like, explains why Mike Myers is the way he is. And I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. The Rob Zombie one kind of did. Yeah. This shows him as a kid, like, kill it, like tries to kill another kid in the woods. And, like, he's a... Like, they show why he has trauma. Oh, yeah? Basically. Yeah, so in my recollection, in my weird fevered brain, is that... He, they are like descendants of a guy that killed a bunch of Indians or something like that, and they've been cursed, and the fa- the generation has been the family has been killed like cursed to like murder its family or whatever. I don't remember that. And that's like what I seem to recall of why Mike Myers is doing what he's doing because he specifically wants to kill his siblings. I don't remember ever having it explained. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because it, it's all that's something that I remember, and it's not something that's like twisted over from like uh, Freddy or Jason, right? Like those movies, The Nightmare on Elm Street or Jason movies, because we rewatched all of those in order. So I'm pretty. Well, Friday Thirteenth had that weird movie where he had to be stabbed with this special knife. Yeah, the special <laughs> knife that came over, and his sister was there, but then he ended up getting reborn through his 
dead mom or something or dead sister or cousin or something. It was very weird. But so, okay. So Halloween one, we've already established Lori, who uh, is the, we kind of know that he's Michael's sister, but they don't actually say it. No, not until part two. In part two, we find out. So she's. Um, uh, okay, it's a direct continuation of the first. Halloween 2 employs much of the same darkness and tension. This is from, um, a complete, also on screen rant, how many Halloween movies, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a complete history of the Halloween franchise. Right, so basically this one, um, uh, we've got Dr. Loomis is back, Myers Child Psychologist, uh, why, Myers does not have a motive, he just kills because he can, oh, okay. So I thought that he comes back to life a bunch of times. Doesn't well, he? They killed him in part two, which is why the... Um, oh, who did the original? I can't think of his name now. Um, uh, Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he yeah, didn't... No. That's the reason why part three was an anthology. Yeah. Because he wanted to stick to the fact that Michael Myers was killed in part two. Yeah, yeah Michael Myers is killed in part three. Halloween three is Season of the Witch, 1982. It's batshit insane. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is the return of Michael Myers happens in 1988. That, yeah, but that song in Halloween Three, yeah. for as bad as that movie is, that song always stuck in my what's head. What's the song? The Silver Shamrock song. Can you give us a little bit of a tune? No. Oh, come on, John. No. John's only ever sung to me once, everybody, and he's got a beautiful singing voice. Oh, yeah. It was on Oops. our wedding day, on our first dance. Do you remember, John? Oh uh, yeah, kind of. Kind of. Wow. He's looking up for this weird song. He's spending so much time trying to find the textings. And he's like texting and finding things. Okay, let's watch it. Shamrock. It's kind of like that like weird macaroni and yeah. cheese thing from Man. Yeah. Whoa! This is so creepy. Silver Shamrocks is a... Oh, it's novelties. It's the company that we're making the masks. Oh, okay. Some of those masks are pretty horrifying. They only have three to choose from. That's not great. Was that a picture of himself as a child in there? Okay, so... That's Halloween floor. You know, we're back. Uh, We've got... Like, Michael's looking for Lori. Right? But she's not in it. And there's this girl named Jamie there. That I guess has showed up in the second movie or something. But it's like maybe the cousin, the sister of Lori. And so, oh wait, here we go. Oh, wasn't um, that the, the girl she babysat? Jamie is her six-year-old daughter. Oh. That's who it is. Oh. Okay. So it, Jamie becomes like the main character, right? Yeah. Um, and so Michael's looking for Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers from 1989, right? Lori is still gone, and he's still looking after Jamie. She's now mute and in psychiatric care. Doctor Loomis is there, right? Um, and she's also telepathically connected to Michael Myers because that's like 1990 in 1989. I feel like is where all the telepathy things happen. Like yeah. that happened in Freddy versus Jason, or not Freddy? It happened in the Freddy movie and in the uh, Jason movies yeah. at that time, where we had people psychically connected. Well, right? Then you had Carrie and Firestarter. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Before that, God, Carrie and Firestarter, so good. Uh, the Curse of Michael Myers, 1995, comes out. That's Halloween Six. Um, that comes out in 1995. 
But I love this author's, um, I'll say their name at the, at the end of this. Records of a screenplay for Halloween 6 go back as far as 1990. Okay? So, like, this, the way he's described it is, like, like we have the, the ancient details. Yeah. I've gone through the records. But this uh, was filmed in 1994 and then, like, refilmed in 1995. There's now a cult, and Jamie, the little girl has been impregnated. Both Jamie and Michael are kidnapped by a cult in Halloween 6, which kind of makes me feel like we should watch that movie. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It's like she, they both get kidnapped by a cult. Jamie gets pregnant. She escapes, leaves the baby in a bus station, and Michael gets chased and kills her. Okay. And then Tommy Doyle, who was Laurie Strode, was babysitting in the first okay. Halloween movie, finds the baby and takes him in. Yeah, I remember the babysitter ended up coming back. Yeah, like she, the baby from the babysitter, right? And I like this description. It's convoluted and filled with plot holes, only adding to more questions to the overall mystery of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. And, and it, it, the babysitter played by Paul Rudd. Oh. This is not babysitter. This is Tommy Doyle, who was being babysat, is played by Paul Rudd. Now, H2O, which I remember... Which you kept saying was in space. Which I think it's because Jason X came out the same year, which is probably why I think that this one was in space. But this is tw- Halloween H2O 20 years later. Guess who's back? Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. They right? should have called it H20 because H2O means makes it sound like yeah. it should be underwater. But I feel like I only ever heard her call it H2O. Yeah, I did. yeah that's all they always yeah. called it. Okay, so she has faked her death saying that she lived in a uh, thing with Bob. Okay, so Michael uh, is going after her in this one, and I don't know what happens because it just says she gets her proper on-screen catharsis. But then they immediately filmed a new one called Halloween Resurrection, 2000, and that came out two years later. and Or no, four years later in 20, uh, 2002, right? So Laurie Strode is back for one scene, and she gets killed. Yep. Which, and now there's a bunch of, like, young people doing stuff like that. Everyone getting off by Michael Myers. But guess what? Then there's that's the, the Rob Zombie one. Then there's the Rob Zombie remakes, which we don't really need to go into right now. Um, oh, that's pretty. Anyway, so basically, it's, and then that's there's... the other reboot, the 2018 reboot. Okay, there's also a 2018 reboot. So okay. now we are... Wait, so, but Jamie Lee Curtis is in the 2018 one. So that's yes. like a reboot. It's a direct sequel. Okay. So there's Halloween 2018. It's just called Halloween. So this came yeah. out three years ago. After nine years in hibernation, Michael Myers comes roaring back with a vengeance. It's a both a sequel and a reboot. It's a reboot because it erases every previous sequel from yeah. continuity. I didn't know this. Yeah, that's how they brought her back to life. But again. it's still a direct sequel to his original 1978 classic. So does she not have a daughter named Jamie? That know. had a baby and then Paul Rudd? No, apparently no. A critical, critical and commercial smash, Halloween 2018, proved that the franchise still has lots of life, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so she's always known he would one day return. She'll be damned if she isn't ready to end him when he does. Okay, she's no longer Michael's sister in Halloween 2018. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because that was in Halloween too, so they erased that. Yeah, so I guess, what the, what? He just happened to be she's the girl that got away. Okay. Now that it says, will they survive Halloween kills and Halloween ends? Is there like another Halloween movie that, after this one? Yeah. It's not out yet, but it will Oh, be. that's awesome. Okay. This October, next October. Okay, so... It's, it's reportedly going to be the last Halloween movie. Now, said that this, this article, which was so very helpful, and I really appreciate it, came out in March 2020. 
So I assume that this movie we're about to watch was supposed to come out last year. And just didn't. Yeah, because it the didn't. whole COVID yeah. pandemic thing. This was by Anthony McGlynn. By the way, Anthony, if you're I'm sure you're listening to this. You have a delightful uh, writing style. I quite enjoyed it. So that was like all that we just went through was for naught, because it's it's all just dispi- disappeared. But Did she just wake up from a dream or something like that well, and say who shot have, Jr.? They don't have to. Uh, they don't have to explain shit to you. I guess I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just a little podcaster over here. Okay, John, what are we watching? Halloween Kills. Yeah. It was directed by David Gordon Green. Okay. Written by him. And Danny McBride Ooh. and Scott Teams. Danny McBride, really? Yeah. I heard he injected a lot of the humor that's supposed to be in this. I've heard a few bits and pieces about it, but I don't I don't know the whole plot, and I didn't want to get into it, but I was uh, pretty excited when I heard Danny McBride. I like a funny, scary movie. Yeah. So that's... This should be good. Yep. And um, if you want to go to the ratings here. Yeah. On IMDb, it's a 5.7. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes... It is a 40% for critics and a 66% for audience That's score. not bad for this kind of film. It's only been out for like three weeks. No, now, the critics sound pretty much the same. The yeah. ones that don't like it. You want to give us a couple a couple flavors? Well, here's, Halloween Kills is an ugly, messy film. It's a little depressing to learn that yet another sequel is supposedly in the work. Oh, it's so ugly. Yeah. As a sequel to the deliciously absurd 2018 Resurrection, it's a ponderous bore. Oh. Far too intermittently broken up by spurts of the franchise signature gore. Ooh, gore. Nice. The positive one of the top critics is from Sandra Hall in Sydney. This one shows no reduction in the bloodletting, and those who appreciate a garnishing of gallows humor with the <laughs> gore will find Myers. Modus operandi as ingenious as ever. That's excellent. But I can't see it winning over a host of new converts. Oh, no. That's okay. We're not new converts. We're not. We're not. Now, I like this because Halloween is very serious. And the thing that's wonderful about, like, the Jason movies as they go on is that they're just comical. They know what they have. He literally folds up a police officer in half... And basically mails him because he's like puts him in a post box or whatever. So it's like it's the second Jason movie. He's popping out eyeballs and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty great. Um, okay, so I'm really looking forward to this, John. But what I really want to know. So you know, I'm a new mom. Yeah. Because you know, I've got four new kids, and it's been an adjustment. It's hard to adjust being a new mo- new parent. And so, is this something that we can let our nine year old watch? Well, what we can always do is go to the IMDb, uh, the parents guide. A parents guide. Tell me more. Because of course, IMDb does parents guides for just about every film, even when there are rated horror movies like Halloween Kills. <clears throat> I mean, with a name like Halloween Kills, you think it'd be all right for nine year olds? Yeah. But you see, there's sex and nudity. Oh, there's I don't know. None. All right, good. I don't want yes. my youngest child to see any boobies. A character sees a fully nude male buying... Wow, that didn't come out good. <laughs> a character sees a fully nude male body lying in a morgue. Ew. The nudity, though, takes about a split second and can oh. be seen from the side at a slight distance, but pretty unnoticeable. Like, if if my nine-year-old notices it, will it traumatize her, though? There's a sexy nurse costume shown. Includes oh. cleavage. And is so short you can see butt outline briefly. Oh my god. And in a bar scene, mermaid trio with midriff showing. Midriff? Yes. 
Okay, oh. now we go to the violence and gore section. Okay. This one's rated as severe. <laughs> Wait, what was the other rating? Mild? None? none? none. Just none. Okay. None for suck. Because I, like I like the none. I want to keep my children pure. Okay, well, we start off with a few highlights here. People are stabbed, slashed, and impaled with a variety of objects ranging from light tubes and broken glass to oh. axes and knives. Oh, I don't know if that that use of the word impale, that seems very sexual. Well, see, this one goes a little further. There's scenes of violence including slashing, stabbing, shooting, eye gouging, choking, and repeated heavy blows with various weapons. Violence frequently results in gory injuries being sustained. It's very sexual. I don't like that. You know what the other bullet points are? Yeah. Children are bullied at school. That's terrible. Yep. That is just the same as eyeballs getting gored out. And the one right after it, a knife is brutally stabbed into a man's eye. As blood <laughs> pours out heavily, it takes a few sickened seconds for him to succumb. <laughs> God damn. Why? I, who put? Who decided? Like, I'm gonna put the children are being bullied at school. Yeah, that's like like eye gouging is bad, but yeah. bullying—that's where the real trauma happens, John. A man is strangled with a rope. Blood pours from his neck and then is accidentally shot. Oh. At least it was an accident. Yeah. An elderly woman is showed dead hanging from a tree with a Halloween mask bleeding. Oh, I don't know if I don't believe in Halloween masks. Michael is shown holding a bloody knife many times. Oh, bloody knife? Yeah. Profanity? Also severe. <laughs> no. 19 uses of fuck and 8 uses of shit. Oh my god. At least 6 or 7 uses of religious profanity. You so rarely say the F-bomb. That was pretty wild to hear you right? say it. I guess you were reading it. Yep. I was quoting. Oh. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking? Mild. Okay. Character smokes weed and asks others if they'd like a hit. That's it. She can't. There's they a scene can't. that takes place at a bar and many characters are seen drinking. <gasps> what? Glug, glug, glug. Frightening and intense scenes? Severe. <laughs> I mean, you should also have that for, like, the land before time. I mean, like, it's some pretty scary stuff with the dinosaurs. The movie isn't too scary, especially when compared to the previous one, but it's way more graphic. That's what it actually is written on this thing about whether or not I should let my nine-year-old watch yep. Halloween Kills. And here's the movie is very gory. And in fact, the violence and gore is quite close to an R rating. Not recommended for kids, tweens, or young teens. But isn't it actually an R rating? It is an R rating. For <laughs> strong, bloody violence throughout grisly images, language, and drug use. I mean, this makes me kind of concerned about using the IMDB helper here. Because even though it seems like it did say severe, they were saying, like, it's not that bad. But, but it's is, still... Who is going by the IMDb Parents Guide to whether their child is going to watch Halloween Kills? An outline of a penis. That is terrible. <laughs> I'm excited to see an Children outline of a penis. I'm here for that. bullied at school. That is terrible. They certainly don't see that every day. No. No. That never happened. Lola just came to join us on the bed. Loki's taking a nap. I'm sure he'll come and... Take over this microphone soon. Oh, and I didn't go over who was starring in this. Oh, movie. who's starring in this? Well, well, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, wait. First, we haven't decided. Should we let Eden watch this movie? I would say no. No. There's okay. mild drug use. Okay, no nine-year-olds. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis stars. Awesome. We have, we awesome. Have Judy Greer. Nice. We have Thomas Mann and Will Patton. Excellent. Will Patton. Nice. Anthony Michael Hall. What? Isn't that a nice, uh, yes. nice treat? Yes. Michael McDonald. 
Sorry. I, I don't know who that is. From Mad TV at Stewart. 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 I wanted to feel, show us something. It's Stewart, everybody. Good okay, well, I'm excited to see Michael McDonald. I'm glad he's doing okay. Yeah, he seems like Well, it sounds like this is a pretty good a good time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be better than a certain movie that takes place in Venice. Yes. <laughs> All right, honey, let's keep going. Oh, wait, no, let's do the opposite. Let us watch... Start? Let us start this film. We're 32 minutes into this podcast and we haven't started watching the movie. Well, we so let's start. We probably should start. Hey, John. Hi. So, this is so good. Yeah, so far so good. First of all, the the actual script is that kind of 1970s, 80s like color. It's like the yeah. very orangey. They've got a skeleton. They've got skeleton. They've got a a, a Halloween a pumpkin jack o' lantern. You came so close. A, ja- a jack o' lumpkin, you know. But they have a jack o' lantern, you know, just like in yeah. the original movies. It's pretty great. So basically, we went from the very beginning of the movie to like basically he's there. Yeah. To, like, okay, so let me go back. So at the very beginning of the movie, there's a guy dressed up as a woman um, calling his friend. He's on the phone with his friend upset because he's messed up something with his girlfriend. Walking in the middle of the, alone at night on Halloween, I guess. And so, and he sees all these dead people, including a cop bleeding to death on the ground. He's like, sir, can I help you? And because he's white, he runs up to him and tries to help this bleeding corpse and the guy's like, I have to kill Mike Myers, and he's bleeding from his neck. Yep. And then it does a flashback to 1978, where, where like, the manhunt for Mike Myers after he's killed the three teens. There's a kid that got bullied and ran away. I think he might be coming back. Possibly. Possibly. Um, and so there's a kid that got bullied. Um, lots of mean kids. That's in- what was in the parents' guide. Oh, the bullying. Oh, I don't... Man, we definitely can't have our kids watch this now. No. I mean, that's terrible. Now, did a cop get shot in the neck by his friend? Yeah, maybe. And then bleed out because his friend did nothing to help? He's trying. Was he? No. He wasn't doing anything. Maybe our doctor friends that listen to this can tell us, if you get shot in your neck artery, is there a way to come back from that? No. I feel like you can come back from that. You, you need you would need like medical assistance within like twenty seconds. Well, maybe if his like cop friend wasn't such a butt munch, he would have been able to be helped. Yeah. Anyway, do you think we should continue? Yes. I don't know how far away along we are in the movie. We, we are. Um, oh. Eight, twelve and a half minutes. At twelve and a half minutes, we get to learn that Jamie Lee Curtis plays Lori. All right, let's go. So Anthony Michael Hall is super scary now. He's pretty creepy looking. He's very creepy looking, but also like he's he always has had like the most intense eyes and voice, and now his the rest of him is now very intense. Yeah. <laughs> so he's playing Tommy, the babysitter, or the kid that was being babysat by Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. In the first movie, and we established already that they're not siblings. He just has a hard on for killing everybody. 
Yeah. Um, and so Tommy is like, I guess he and his buddies come and like yuck it up really loudly and aggressively at a bar every Halloween because they it's like a, a Halloween talent show. And he goes up yeah. there to tell them the story of Mike Myers. The Haddonfield monster. The, ha- the uh, boogeyman. That's right, the boogeyman. And the kid that had been like pushed down before was the one that had seen Mike Myers. Yep. So there's an older lady that was the nurse that attacked, that got attacked. Yep. Um, the other one was the other babysat. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, other kid that was babysat whose babysitter got murdered. So it's quite dramatic. And so we cut to, and they say, and, and to Lori, wherever you are tonight. And Lori is nursing a gun, uh, some kind of deep stomach wound. And she looks like she just ate Activia on the pulse. Okay, okay. She does kind of look <laughs> I like gotta she's... do diarrhea jokes. Okay, okay. Can we can we be done with them or are we going to have a lot of them? Yeah, we'll see. It's not her fault that she needs money. I mean, everyone needs money. I'm not saying anything. I just like to It's her job. Diarrhea. Like it's to, to do things like that. Just like to make diarrhea jokes. Okay, well, as someone that probably could use some Activia in her life. Um, <laughs> anyway, so she's got a stomach wound, which I assume is some kind of leftover. Now, you haven't seen the movie, the other Not, one? That's a 2018 Okay, so we're watching a sequel to a sequel. Uh, yeah, a sequel to a sequeled reboot. <laughs> It's a dream within a dream, honey. Should we keep going? Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No. Um, so basically, like, the fire truck started going towards the uh, the house that she caught on fire. I, I, presumably, she bur- was trying to burn down the house with Mike Myers inside. Um, firefighters run inside, start spraying water. One falls down through this the floor into the basement. And then, like, a room in the basement opens up and Mike Myers was just in it. Yeah, just chilling. Just chilling and, like, grabs the fireman's pickaxe and pickaxes his head. So now we know what that looks like. And then he proceeds to, like, go out of the house. Like, he drags one fireman into the pit. He goes out and then he kills all the other firemen that are waiting outside who all start fighting him. And I feel bad because it's, like, not fun when it's firefighters. They're just trying to help. Yeah. But that's the way it goes. He's a bad boy. Yep. Right, should we keep going? Yeah. John. What? We just met the cutest couple. Wow. <laughs> uh, they're not a couple anymore. No, they're dead. So basically, Jamie Lee Curtis was in the hospital, had surgery, she's fine. And so I guess it's Jamie Lee Curtis, her daughter, and her granddaughter. There was a son in law. Well, he didn't make it. I think I think that he may have died okay. by Mike Myers' hand. It's possible. And not natural causes. Um, so okay. And then we cut to this like really cute old couple that are like kinda she like the ma the woman is playing with a um with a what is that called? A drone. A drone. She's playing with a drone and he's like got some wine and was trying to like seduce her with some wine and cheese it's <laughs> and like then Mike Myers comes and kills them both. Yep. He stabs her in the neck with a uh, fluorescent, a fluorescent light, bulb. light bulb. And he becomes like a pincushion of kitchen knives. Yeah, he does He does start messing with the body. I don't remember Mike Myers messing with bodies as much, but I don't remember these as much. It just kind of like, those actors did a lot to make you love them in a very short amount of time. Yeah. And, yeah, so... 
That sucks. Yeah. Do we keep going? Mm-hmm. Okay. John? Yes. Anthony Michael Hall is really scary. Yeah. Okay, so we have established there's a whole bunch of dead people from the previous movie. Anthony Michael Hall is ready to kill some people. He just found out about it. They were all at the bar and drunk. All these people at the bar and that are drunk are off to, like, try to kill Mike Myers. Yep. But it turns out there's a, two other crazy people that escaped the loony bin. Yeah. One of them we saw this face. The other one was blurry, as oh. if it was perhaps him. Um, but the one who saw his face was actually, like, the one they're after right now. They don't even know it because he was in the people's car. Yeah. And then he just ran away and blah, blah, blah. And now we're going to watch some more movie. Yeah. Okay. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, they say that a lot. We've had a lot of movie. Yeah, kind of. Because you and I have been pretty much into this movie. But it's just people yelling evil dies tonight and planning on how they're going to end this. Oh, Everyone's planning on killing Michael Myers. And I can't tell if it's just saying like... Because the whole thing is the incompetency of like the loony bins plus... The police and the fire department led to Mike Myers being on this co- this spree. Yeah. Well, everybody's like, it wasn't your fault, it was my fault. Yeah, no, everyone's it was like my fault. pushing blame. And now it's like, creepy Tommy, the Michael C. Call character, is like going around getting the entire town riled up into a frenzy of like of a lynch mob. They just caused like some crazy guy to kill himself. Yep. And so it's like, are you trying to tell us that, okay, like the fact that Maybe Jamie Lee Curtis should not have taken the law into her own hands in the first place in the last episode. Or is, I mean, like, no one's just calling the cops at any of this. I think the cops have kind of just thrown their hands up. And like, yeah. Nah. Nothing happens in Haddonfield. Yep, the boring old town of Haddonfield. Boring old town of Haddonfield. <laughs> That's the sound of being okay. murdered by I Michael Myers. I was wondering what you were doing. Then. Yeah, yeah, that was the Michael Myers murder sound. We had something happen to us that I have bad news about. We what? It's happened again. You lost the... Oh, my God. So, there was a bit of a moment, but I think I'm sitting on it. Yeah. Aha! I found it! There's a lid to my nail polish remover. I t- decided to take the opportunity to paint my nails. My toes are now a very pretty red, and my fingers are black and sparkly. They're called in a color called Spacey. Do you like my nails, John? Yep. John? Yeah, I found Good. a kitty, though. Oh, we found a kitty. Ah. So, what are your thoughts on the movie so far? Um, I thought it's kind of plotting, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting. I mean, it's been an hour and 15 minutes. How yeah. much more movie is there? Um, I think it's an hour and 45 total. Oh. So we got 25 more minutes left. Oh, it's been an hour and 20 minutes so far in the film. Um, I like a lot, like, I really like the beginning when we actually started. Yeah, they could have cut about 15 minutes out of this, I think. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of running around. We got to see some people comically dying. And I guess I'm just, like, not into the crowds and crowds of townspeople in the hospital. And, like, the extra scene between Jamie Lee Curtis and, like, the old security guard where she was saying she liked him and that they've got to end this. And he's like, when do we do it? What do we got to do? We got to end this. She's like, yes, we got to end this. Yeah. Yes, we have to end this. Everybody said they have to end this. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. But it's like, yeah. okay, it. I hear you, but what is the plan? 
And you can't just kill everybody that looks different. You gotta actually find Michael Myers. We haven't seen him in a while, too. I kind of yeah. miss him. Yeah. I'm also wondering, like, is this just some other guy? No. They almost got his mask off. Yeah. But they didn't. It went put back on. It got oh. put back on, Jonaby. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we keep going? Yeah. And watch Evil Die? Maybe. Okay. Oh, by the way. Oh, it was a sequel. Evil doesn't die. I'm going to go ahead and give my grossest corner. It is the corpse of the crazy guy that just jumped out the window and his body's all splattered and like melted. I like how he was still kind of moving his face yeah. a little bit. But his arm twitchy. was off. His arm was off. His face was off. Face <laughs> off. Okay, let's go. Hi, John. How's it going? Well, it's okay. We just watched the rest of Halloween Kills. Hour and 45 minutes. I feel like it could have been a solid hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. I think there was a bit of a half an hour there. Almost every scene in the hospital was unnecessary. Yeah. It's basically everyone decided to go vigilante and kill, like, doodad together. Well, this seems just like a setup for the sequel. Yeah, there was no, like, obviously it's, I mean, it's... This was to introduce Jamie Lee Curtis as an old character. But she was already in, like, the last movie. I know, but it was, I don't know, it's just weird. It was like, okay, so basically they figured it out that what he does is he go, that Jamie Lee Curtis didn't matter, that the doctor just randomly decided to take Michael to her house because yeah. the doctor wanted to see what would happen. So Michael, of course, went berserk and started killing people again, right? Yeah. But which is also kind of weird because it's like he's been in like the loony bin for 40 years and hasn't been able to kill people. But he gets out and he's just full on berserker and able to kill everybody. Well, he has like superhuman strength and Apparently he can get shot and stabbed and stabbed and shot and yeah. be fine. Like, he doesn't have blood. He's, maybe it's Luke Cage behind that mask. Maybe it is Luke Cage behind that mask. But anyway, so like... Like, the whole time you're talking about how he, he's just a man, but clearly, like, at the end of this movie... No, he's not a man anymore. He's yeah, at supernatural. The, yeah, at the end of the movie, they establish that he's supernatural. Jamie Lee Curtis is talking with some other guy from the 1970s that she knew, and they're in the hospital together, her with an abdominal wound and him with a neck wound, and they're and she's just telling him how he's, like, fucking magic and can't be killed... Like, apropos of nothing. Yeah. She has no evidence of this, you know. But she's saying all this stuff as her daughter gets killed at the end. Because, like, the whole town goes to kill him. They kill him. Like, lady stabs him in the neck a little bit. And they think they're done. And instead of, like, shooting him in the head 18 times or cutting but his head off. None of it matters. You separate the head from the body and he's not going to be able to kill you. No. I promise. Anyway, that's just like basically straight up decapitation. It usually works. Put the box oh. in a in a in a in a postal package and send it to like Siberia. Did Keep the body here, cut it into four corners. Put it in four corners of the earth. Didn't work for Jason. Yeah, but that's other reasons. That was like because Jason was made of goo or something like that. <laughs> was able to like He's reincarnate made a little children's body. A little children. <laughs> As we learned, as we learned. But yeah, it just is, um, I don't know. I guess 
they they did a weirdly like amazing job at making me like all the people that died. Like besides Michael C. Hall, who like, you saw that coming from a mile away. Do you call him Michael C. Hall? Like- Isn't that his name? No. What's his name? I can't think of it now. It's Michael C. Hall. No, I thought of it while you were saying that. You were saying that I was saying Zach C. Hall. No, you were saying something. No. It's Michael Carlos Hall. (laughs) No. No, no, It's Michael C. Hall. No. It is not. See, this is what I deal with every day, guys. It's not. That's not Michael C. Hall. I thought of of his name as... What's the dude from Michael... No. He's from Breakfast. Stop saying The Breakfast Michael. Club. Stop saying Michael. Zachary Simons? No, stop saying That's my friend. Hi, Zach. Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. Hall. That's not my fault. You kept saying it. I'm like, it's wrong. Okay, I- I'm sorry, but first of all, they need to get their act you together. You were so close, once again, to correct me. <laughs> this whole time, I've been calling him Michael C. Hall uh-huh. the whole time. No, you just started, like, in the middle, morphing him into something else. <laughs> And I'm like, it would be very... this? That's not right. I know it's not right, but I can't think of what is. Maybe because Michael C. Hall is kind of scary because he plays Dexter. I don't, know. Oh, I don't know who that is. So, I mean, I guess Halloween Kills, was I scared? No. If I saw this in the movies, I also don't know that I'd be scared because I don't think that there's a lot of big jump scares. No, it, I think it, it did a decent job of setting up a sequel. Yeah, it's like, but it's kind of like I could have watched this YouTube video at, in like five minutes to, to like, like set me up for this. Yeah. I mean, like everybody's, de- I mean, the the granddaughter and the mom are still alive. The granddaughter has a massive injury to her leg. But like the bad guy is still in the house with every all the cops downstairs. And he's just got a knife and everyone else has guns. And yet he is still able to live. And I don't know what the point is because everyone's trying to say that, like, everyone's trying to say that, okay, Lori, the character played by Jamie Lee Curtis, is it's not about her. It's about, like, him wanting to kill people and then go to his house, right? They keep saying that over and over again. But, like... I think this was just a setup to make him supernatural. Yeah. To set up the next movie where this one, Jamie Lee Curtis, spends the entire time in a hospital... So they can uh, set this big showdown of the supernatural beating and the old lady. Yeah, who's still going to have an abdominal wound just two days in with gangrene now. And like, and what's going to happen, I can fucking tell you what's going to happen. They're going to try to burn down the house and the same goddamn thing that happens at the end is going to happen at the end of Halloween ends. Like, it's like they're going to try to burn down the house and then the house is going to get turned off by a bunch of different firefighters who then get murdered. And that's the end of the movie because this is going to be stupid. Maybe. Is it as bad as the worst movie ever made? No. No, it's fine. I would say that there's a reason that we watched all of Jason, all of Saw, and all of uh, of Freddy's. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, but we've only really watched two of these bad boys. I had never been that. I mean, everybody I know who likes horror loves Halloween. It's like, I don't even. I'm like, huh. It's average. Not as into it. Alien, though. We got to watch that one day. That's that's like sci-fi horror. That's all right. When it, oh, all right. It's Jason actually X scary, though. That's the best sci-fi horror. I mean, obviously, for many reasons, <laughs> that is the best sci-fi horror, John. But nothing, not everything can be Jason X. Should oh, we talk about the next movie we're going to watch? Yeah, we're going back to uh, 
the well that keeps on giving. Yes. Stephen King. Thank you, Stephen. I actually just uh, read the book of what we're going to watch. I just read the book, The Dead Zone. Yeah. Which is so desperately sad. I will go. I will take any chance I have to watch Christopher Walken. He's great. Oh, and speaking of Anthony Michael Hall, he was in the TV version of this this uh, this thing. Okay. And they kind of retcon a little bit so that the ending of this movie doesn't happen to him in the movie in the TV show. I really like the TV show a lot, a lot. I don't think I watched the TV show. I know I've seen the movie a long time ago. This is a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Ninety percent. Yeah. You ready to watch the trailer? Yeah, let me fix your computer so I can see it properly. You want to make it big? I will make it big. Yeah. John was really cute. He was, he bought a surround sound system, and he's like, I'm going to surround you with sound. Oh, no, he died. Yeah, Got I into a car this accident. This was like at the Carnival Games, right? Yeah. In the book, he was in, um, the, he had taken a taxi, and the taxi got into an accident. Oh, no, your house is burning. Your daughter's in the house. Christopher Walken's so intense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's this pretty lady that's with someone else now. You know, the thing is, like, he actually had it to begin with. It just gets unleashed. He has the shine. He already has the shine. But unlike other a-holes, his shine actually works. There we go. Oh, we gotta kill some bad guys. It's so sad what happens to him. He goes crazy. It's a hard movie. Is this gonna fall under the horror genre? Yeah, sure. It's psych. It's psychological. He's yeah. a psychic. Cause not all of Stephen King. Well, like Shawshank is I, definitely not horror. I feel like I feel like Christopher Walken is. It can be horror. <laughs> because he's so scarily intense. Like in Joe Dirt. Yeah. I'm kidding. He's pretty scary in that one, too. No, he's not. He's happy. Oh, no. There's so many main, big, big, who are ideal actors. It's funny to see Christopher Walken when he was young and pretty. Christopher Walken is still young and pretty. He's not young. Yeah, he is. He's pretty, though. What is this picture you have on your screen? It changes every day. Is it like some kind of, it's a, if John has some kind of rat creature in the woods... As his background. He was making fun of me because I have a tiled image of, like, Thayer's beautiful angel. But it's a tile. Yeah, because it looks better that way. That picture is too small to be able to see it on the screen. you should choose something else. You have a fucking rat. I don't know. And you're getting on my ass about my beautiful tiled... Microsoft picks a new one every day for me. Yeah, and it's brown and disgusting. I buy brown. I mean, look at my pretty colors. It's got blue. It has brown. It has white. It has gradations you. of cream. How dare you, sir? I'm a woman and your wife and your professor. Yeah, you're supposed. To, you've been teaching me not to be sexist. So how dare you? Sir? Oh, it's the feminism unit. What? What, what was I thinking? Um, well, John, what was your uh, grossest corner? I already said mine. It was the squished dude that died because <sighs> he was basically lynched. Yeah, there wasn't too much gross in this. Yeah, I mean, we weren't really paying as much attention to certain things. Like, there was, like, he did, like, um, poke out someone's eyes. Yeah, he stabbed somebody in an eye. But it was all pretty uh, run-of-the-mill. Yeah. Stabbing. There was, like, the lady that accidentally shot herself, which was pretty funny. 
Oh, I didn't feel bad for that lady. You she didn't. Tried. You were laughing, you liar. She tried so hard. Well, the thing is, she made a big deal about knowing how to, like, shoot a gun. I know. Jumps out the car, runs away, then comes back shooting from, like, two blocks away when, like, if she had started, like, a second, like, if she had just not left the car, she could have killed the guy. She okay. could have been the one shooting. My grossest corner is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's Activia face. Oh, my God. From the pot when we paused it, when she yeah. was, like, writhing in agony. Yeah, I didn't pull out any more diarrhea jokes because of you. Sexism so. corner. Boom. Okay. And how? what about Brewer's Bruce? Oh, I... Oh. This one, I re- well, I mentioned the New Holland um, yeah. poet. But this one I'm really digging from Lost Coast Brewery. It's yeah. the peanut butter chocolate milk stout. You like that one a lot, huh? Yes. I'm a big fan of putting peanut butter in beer. I've been kind of all over the place, but right now I'm drinking Hacker Shore. What? Oktoberfest Marston. I'm going to give you the bottle. You can put it on the thing. I don't know. I don't. How do you pronounce that, Mr. German? Oh, that's Hacker Shore. Hacker Shore. It's P-S-C-H-O-R-R. Yeah. We don't bother with those pesky. I just cut my eyes to the camera as if we were filming, but it's not a camera. It's a a microphone. I cut. I did like a gym from the office to the microphone. Just like last week's uh, spiral filmed on (laughs) Halloween. I know. I thought you'd like that. Uh, You didn't even know. Like I told you, I was doing it, and you stopped me. Yeah. And if you know, you could take up the editing on this. Actually, you can't. I don't want you to. I want to be in charge. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be all me except for all the. All the weird comments that you edit out that you make. You know, the funny thing is that um, John actually talks all of the time. I can't get him to shut up. So it takes me hours and hours of editing to make it seem like I'm verbose and you are kind of like, no you know, you selective with your words. No one would ever believe that. I think everyone, all of our all of our listener, so <laughs> I think we have two. I think it's Sarah and, uh, well, and Charlene. We're doing a little bit more than that. Oh, yeah, we do have the more num- than that. The numbers are showing a little higher than that. It is a little higher than two a week, isn't it? But How I many do... is it? It's like 50? How many what? Viewers a week. Viewers. Listeners? <laughs> Hi, yeah. listeners. We have zero viewers a week. Okay, if the viewers or, or listeners would like to contact us, what should they do? Oh, they can find us on the socials at up to an ID with the number two. Or up to and including death. All spelled out. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Or, or all those words at dot com. At, or at dot com. And then they could go to our website, which I need to upgrade. <laughs> Upta- I did update it a little bit. I put some pictures up. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're doing fine. Well, we New house is good. We had a gas leak. It got fixed. We have a toilet leak. It's not fixed. I'll fix it tomorrow. John's going to fix it tomorrow. We were trying to figure out how to get a dishwasher. Yeah, we'll do that too. And utility sink. Yep. And an insecurator. Yeah, I need to start brewing again. We put in a new microwave. Yeah, and we did that. It's over the stove. I think it it works great. It's wonderful, but like we made it level ish. It's but level. The mi- well, the stove is level, and when you look at the microwave, it's completely level with the ceiling, but the ceiling is not level. So it looks like uh, the stove is slanted, and yeah, it's driving yeah. me nuts. But there's nothing to do except maybe put some t- like tile in kind of a zigzaggy pattern underneath it to trick the eye, or just like maybe let my husband do the cooking and never worry about it again. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah, it sounds good to me too. It's, but we, you know what we did? We freaking installed that. Yeah, we did. And I didn't even break a nail. Me neither. 
I gotta tell you, Olive and June, man, they need to sponsor the podcast and give me, like... All I really want is, like, more polishes. If they could just, like, pay us in polish. Because I've been having... I've had the Christmas and stuff in my cart for about three weeks. I just have to buy it because I've been waiting for some kind of freebie. I know as soon as I put it in my cart and press send. But I have a secret surprise for one of our children that I'm going to get from them. So, if... I hope that they give us some freebies. If I can hold out until Thanksgiving. But if I do that, it'll be too late because then I'll get it like, I'll get it in January or something and all the Christmas colors won't, won't be usable. I don't know. Well, I think that everybody, if you really want to help me out on this, you should tweet at Olive and June to like, to sponsor the podcast so that I can have free polish. Yep. Okay. Fine by me. Don't you? You got me into this. Uh, that was you. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I love you very much, John, I husband, love you too. and listeners. Wife. <laughs> well, John, yeah. there's just two things left to do. Uh, stay scared. And stay married. Goodbye. Hi there. Trish here. John and I are so glad you've decided to listen to this episode. To contact us, please email up to and including death at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, up to and ID at just about everywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's up to and ID, and that too is the number two. If you have a moment, it'd be great if you can review us on iTunes as long as it's five stars. <laughs> Thank you to Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middle of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice is a rock mix by Stephen Stephen Kartenberg, copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you. Goodbye.